Anything you want to say to your class, Dan? Maybe tell them to do their homework? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, just uh, keep keep listening. Do your work and shut up. Welcome to Remix Roulette, the podcast which is not a remix or a game of roulette, really. Uh, this week, our contestants are picking a song from the 70s. They have turned it into a rock or metal song. And as part of their wild card, they have also incorporated a household object. So welcome to Steve, welcome to Dan, and welcome to our special guest, Mr. Daniel Carter. Hello, everybody. Hey. Hello. Hey. How is everyone on this fine, cold, Sunday, windy evening? good i'm good super thank you yeah all good you all right mikey i am fine but uh let's get stuck in how has everyone found their recording their challenges this week i was dying for a rock or metal one so i was all over this dead excited took me a while to find a track but yeah yeah, yeah i really really enjoyed it it was good to do some uh, rock music again it's been a long time since i've done that so. yeah i feel like you're more of a uh r&b kind of solely jazzy guy now yeah a little bit try and do a bit of everything but it's definitely been a long time since i've done some some proper rock stuff so it's been been really good fun well saying that let's talk about our origin story so each week obviously we know our guests because we're friends with everyone but our origin story i'm trying to think we met in college you and i in 2007 wow it's a long time ago holy crap right <laughs> it's a long time ago that's yeah. like 14 years ago now which is mad wow. as if i've known you like nearly half my life that's mad but yeah we we had a band together yep um saving lives at sea <laughs> for anyone who hadn't heard of us um even i've heard of you i played these since they got stolen from a car park in wigan so oh, i don't have them that. anymore yeah that was a fun night out don't ask <laughs> you sang and played guitar and we had our friends mac pat and scene dean as well yeah. so it was a it was a it was great fun and then we went to uni together as well we did went to huddersfield you did live together in the first year we did second, and then and second year. and second year yeah 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 um yeah. me you and key in first year i remember that and then i met these two Steve and dan on a uh, my course and then you met them through me and the rest is history really don't forget decades yeah so and we were decades. in a band oh, we? yeah. <laughs> and the three of us have been in a band dan was just watching from the outskirts wishing he was a part of it <laughs> <laughs> that face <laughs> did you see us dan did you ever watch decades i watched you a few times yeah yeah oh good it it would have been awkward if you hadn't. <laughs> I was going to say, it was that uh, you guys yeah. were absolutely class, but it wasn't my kind of thing. Yeah, it's not your music, is it? Really? Yeah. Is it no, that, is it that kind that. of music where you say, "Oh, they're good at what they do"? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and you, you, you don't like it. Yeah they're, yeah, they're good at what they do. I really no, I did really enjoy decades. We had some really, really good songs, and I thought our shows were good. I really enjoyed it. The yeah. one thing that bugs me is when us decades supported a band called Decade, and I just oh, thought yeah, we someone did. was taking the mic. <laughs> like, what? Who decided on that? I just oh, anyway. Yeah, I think, but like, it was good fun. I think like five people <laughs> came along to the gig as well. No, no, we had a good crowd, and then everyone left after us, oh. and then I think decades. Was that was the one at the parish? Yeah, it was. At the it parish. was. Yeah. We only. We pretty much only played at the parish in Huddersfield. I think we played there like <laughs> ten times, and we played the student union like twice. Yeah. I think. I don't think we ever. Oh, we we did play. I think we played Leeds. Yeah, we think we played Leeds at yeah, least I once. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Um, or twice, but uh, yeah, and that's that's origin story. So. Dan Carter, you are now, um, as they say in School of Rock, you're moulding the minds, aren't you, of the young? I am, yeah. Yeah, trying to. How on earth, how on earth is that going? It's all right, yeah, it's good. I've been doing it for quite a while now. I think this is my seventh year of teaching now. Jeez, yeah, I didn't so realise it was the seventh year. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing a lot of music tech now, which is really good. So not teaching um, so much traditional music, but I get to do quite a lot of music tech stuff as well. So that's really fun. So yeah, it's good. Was there not a music tech teacher in the school then? Uh, no, no. It was just... Ah. Um, I think there was actually. Yeah, there was. And then I I think he retired and then I took over from then. Because um, the first school I was at, they didn't have like a recording studio or anything. This this school I'm at now, they've got a recording studio and they run a music tech course as well, um, which is really good. Yeah, I like it. That's class. And uh, have I... Well, actually, I say this. Steve was saying that you've talked about this podcast 
to your children, your children, to your classes, <laughs> not your children, you've not birthed them all, um, to your classes and you've said this is the greatest podcast that has ever yeah, existed. Yeah, that is, that like, is what I said. I know that was a, that's a genuine quote you said. <laughs> um, and I believe you've utilised maybe this sort of chance and dice selection as part of some sort of learning. Yeah, yeah, right? I thought it was a great idea. So um, I've got a, a GCSE group and they got to compose and create music. Um and I've always got, you know, bits of ideas for them to change things up a bit. But I thought the idea of the dice and giving it a bit of chance and changing genres and, and things like that was was really good. So they've been, they've, I've actually given them a task um, this week. So they've been practicing changing, um, they've been changing the style um, of a song, any song of their choice. But yeah, they've been enjoying that. So it's been good. It's worked really well. Have there been any standouts so far? Yeah, there's been, uh, one of them was doing um, a Taylor Swift song. But they changed, not only did they change the style to like musical theatre, but they changed it to uh, a minor key as well. Ooh. And it was just really kind of eerie and different. And it was really cool, actually. I was, I was well impressed What song was it? it? Can you remember? Um, Love Story. So like the really cheesy Ooh. kind of, and that is so major. It's proper major track. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a really cool idea. I, thought. I can totally imagine that in like a musical. Like some really sad, like, you know part just before the break or something like that's it's really cool a love story <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's amazing i love that fantastic well thank you for joining us as always thanks for having um, me when we when we get into these podcasts and we roll these dice we're like right who can we do for this one and we thought yeah we know you like your rock music obviously yeah. i remember that from from college and stuff but i know i know boys to men is a big love of yours so Absolutely, i was intrigued yeah. as to whether there might be some sort of vocal harmony influence in this track i mean Absolutely, don't yeah. give anything away yeah, you have to wait oh, has <laughs> <laughs> got to be that's what i was excited about because as much as obviously it's yeah change it into a metal or rock cover i'm like well into a genre sorry i'm thinking are people going to put in their own influences because Dan's definitely had his influences in some of his tracks and Steve you have as well, like production wise and little bits here and there. So it's yeah, it's I, nice to see like a personal take on it as well. If I know Carter <coughs> and I know Carter, he has definitely laid up some vocals in this. Mm. He's gone yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he totally has. You can't see smirk, but he has. I've definitely I've used my voice in a in a different way. I'd say that. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, okay. okay. Let's get started because I'm eager for some. 70s rock or metal songness and the key this week we didn't have a twist last week but the key this week is we have a household item to be incorporated so the gentlemen in front of me have been asked to bring their items so that then we can see that apparently i say items weird but anyway i items i think it's a uh, genray Gen <laughs> Gen <laughs> they, they've been asked to bring their objects and they're going to explain them beforehand so we can listen through the track and see if we can spot it. So Steez is a bit different though, I believe, to start us off. Yeah, mine's a little bit different. I would show you my household object, but I've kind of incorporated it into the intro of the song in a kind of comical way, potentially. I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> potentially. Uh, potentially. Does that mean we might not find it funny? <laughs> I mean, this is, this is that's me saying I'm finding myself funny, isn't it really? <laughs> Well, someone's got to, haven't they? Hey! hey. Oh, here he is. <laughs> that was good. Well done. I like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I can't really say too much until, until you hear it and you've got to... Um, yeah, you'll, you'll obviously know what it is. Will be obviously know. Yeah, we'll obviously know. Is it know. that obvious? I think okay. you'll, you'll obviously know what mine is as well, it, I think. It's, very, it's incredibly obvious. I'm never good at guessing them, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see this. Uh, question, then. What are your three clues for our lovely listeners and ourselves? Okay, I've got a few clues for you here. The first one, if you get it from this one, then that's really, really good. Uh, the original key, oh, this, is, this is such a crap clue. The original <laughs> key of this song is B major and has a tempo of 108 beats per minute. <laughs> wow, that really narrows it. I think I've got it, yeah. Do you know it? you <laughs> yeah. got it, yeah. I don't. I don't think we need any more clues after that, do we? <laughs> is it Firestarter by the Prodigy? <laughs> <laughs> when is that gonna go away? I don't know. I don't know. I might have milked it now, but we'll see. Um, the second clue is that this artist mastered the piano, harmonica, drums, and bass before their teenage years. Yeah, I think I know who it is. Don't say. Oh, it, really? Say. Genuinely, I'm, I've got an idea for the artist. The definitely. third one is uh, the person that this song is about died three years before it was released. Yeah, I know what it is. I know exactly what he it is. He thinks he knows. 
I need to start making my clues more vague. I, every, everyone seems to know every week. Wait, you need to make your clues more vague? Did you, do you realise what the first clue was? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. Because <laughs> I know the song that's kind of confirmed it for me, I think. Yeah, B major, 108 beats per minute. Come on, Mikey, you know that. Uh, yeah, sorry. I, I, yeah. Just yeah. think of all the songs in B major that you know. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'll be really surprised. I can't wait to hear this because it's going to be class. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to this. We'll see. Do you want to have a listen? Uh, no, well, um, yeah, go on then. Why not? Um, <clears throat> so this is episode four. Wow, this is episode four of Remix Roulette. And this is Steve's cover of a 70s track in a rock or metal style with a household object in three, in two, in one. I really fancy a smoothie, you know. Let's see what I've got in. Right, what have I got here? Some bananas, some pineapples, oh, a bit of spinach, that's good. If only I had something to put them in to mix them all up. Oh, I know, I can just use my blender. Let's plug this in and fire it up, see what happens.
my word. That was, oh, that was so wow. much going on. That was amazing. That was incredible. Wow. <laughs> Love it. Jesus. Oh, that was so good. Right, right, that right, so right. Good. Just, there's so many genres in that as well. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I wanted to try and get so many different things in there. There's a bit of like scar thrown in. The scar punk, I did not expect. I love that. Yeah, and then straight into hardcore. No, that was so yeah. funny. All the vocal, all the vocals on that are all mine, by the way. Every single one. Vocals sounded amazing. Really, really good. Cheers, man. Thank you. I thought it, for some reason they thought you sounded a bit like the um, singer from McFly a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll take, I'll take which, it. Which is a which is a compliment because he's a great singer. I think that Steve Steve does sound like that in a lot of his songs. To be honest, not in a bad way. That's fine by me. Yeah, I I was so surprised at how many different styles you did because I was not expecting that. I don't well, I don't think anybody was expecting that. That was madness. And like, I'm just thinking, imagine like an actual band who just played that many styles. They'd just be like. Oh, we can't be pigeonholed because yeah. he's gone to like eight different styles. It was mad. It wasn't supposed to end up that way. It was supposed to basically be a pop punk version of it. Because I, I got my SG out, my Gibson SG for this, which I don't play as often as I should. You did play that in decades, I remember, actually. I did play that in decades. And when you put it on the clean tone on the um, bridge pickup, it's got a proper um, sort of, what's the word? Um, scar sound scar sound yes <laughs> yeah, that really compressed um, like high yeah really compressed and really like pe- piercing in a Clean way sound, and yeah, I played well. that and I was and then that sort of that started it off I was like hang on I can do a bit of scar punk here what else can I do <laughs> and then I had to learn how to scream kind of the outro is the ending bit I was waiting for that I was waiting for that scream that you used to always do it <laughs> yeah, did you, yeah that, that inward one yeah, I was I was waiting for that. It's like Enter Shikari type. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The ending was like full on like gent. It was mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we always do it jokingly, don't we? Yeah, the scream at the end is an actual outward scream. Um, oh, is it? it? Wow. Yeah, it's a full on. There were, there were, I did the inward one earlier, but then at the end, I did. I set up my mic and I just I didn't learn how to do it. I just genuinely just belted it out as loud as I possibly could. And did I it had, hurt? Yeah, it really hurt. And the next day, my throat was really sore. Yeah. Like when people who don't know that music listen to scream and screams and stuff, they're always like, oh, it must hurt and stuff. But it hurts because you're doing it wrong. Like there is such a specific technique to it, which I think is incredible, really. It's really, to be honest, a lot of like metal vocalists, they're not actually doing it that loud. It just sounds like the screaming, but it's like the false vocal cords and stuff in it. Yeah. It's mental. Mm. It's the same, it's the same technique as Mongolian throat singing. Exactly the same. But a different noise. It's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I was I was definitely doing it completely wrong, but it was the only way I knew how, so I just belted it. And uh, it sounded class anyway. Sounded really later, later. And that's yeah. what matters. Cheers. Thank you. Was there any bands you had in mind when you had all these different styles? Were you thinking, oh, I want this to sound like this band or this to sound like this band? Um, I wrote a note on my phone actually about the different genres I wanted to do. Um, it started out as a green. I wanted to do like a Green Day. Um, sound originally and it yeah. didn't end up being a Green Day sound at all and I was a bit of then I wanted to go some 41 and it didn't really end up sounding like any band in particular um, just lots of different styles I guess what a song choice as well what a song choice I know as soon as you, I knew it was Duke Ellington you were on about um, the last clue and uh, and I got the artist from the clue before that yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah I got that one yeah um because I nearly did this artist, but didn't. I know. I, I thought about <laughs> it because it's, it's one of the, probably one of the greatest artists of the seventies, easily. So. Well, that's my. Uh, I can't do it. That's on the wrong arm. That's my Stevie Wonder tattoo. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, he's got oh, a Stevie yeah. Wonder tattoo. Yeah. Well, it's like a symbol from the Inner Visions album. He's like my favorite artist ever. So I thought it'd be a bit predictable if I did Stevie Wonder. So. You know what? That that's why I was I was so worried about that because I was like, that's lucky. Yeah. I. I really wanted to do this song, but I was like, Carter's going to do it. I just know he's going to do it because he, yeah, he, he loves it and he loves this song. Um, oh, yeah. Can we talk about your blender? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was so good. I forgot about that part of it. That's a real shoehorn in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the intro. I love what you did with it, but. Yeah, it does feel like you did shoehorn it in a bit. <laughs> like, oh. I'll do this and then I'll do the rest of the track. That's, you know, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. <laughs> you could have at least like put, you You could have tried to put some like Stevie Wonder puns in there or something. It's like, I'm trying, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I wish this blender worked better. I don't know. Uh, 
at the start of the song, yeah. I'm a bit superstitious about blending food. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, you are right. I did write the whole entire song, and I was like, oh, crap, I've got to throw a... <laughs> so I thought, let's just make it funny, and let's start it out this way. I really enjoyed that. It was great. To be fair, as, as silly and shoehorned as it was, it did set the tone for it being a bit... A bit of a, uh, what's the word? Tongue-in-cheek. Um, um, Doesn't um, take itself too seriously. Yeah. And um, a parody, because yes, you've been posting yeah. your previous songs on Reddit, and people are going, this is an abomination. You can't do this to uh, Song 2 by Blur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, people are like, yo, it's a parody. Like, calm down. So yeah. um, it's all I a think joke. you set the tone. Like, all yeah. these songs are, are jokes, really, aren't they? Most of them are, anyway. Well, you're not doing, I mean, they, you're not... They're, def- they're definitely parody, because they have to be for us to be allowed to do them without copyright stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Otherwise, they get taken down. Fair, fair use or something. These are all parodies. Parody law is a thing. Do not sue us. I googled it. It must be right. Parody law just reminds me of Nathan Fielder. <laughs> that episode. Oh with, my uh, god. Whether it was like fake Subway or something, I can't remember. Start anyway, fake Starbucks. Oh, the Starbucks. But yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's the one. Right. We might have to include some sort of Nathan Fielder uh, wild card at some point. Um, yeah. Fantastic job, Steve Quinn. That was wonderful. Well Cheers, done. Cheers. Thank you very much. Lots of love. That was fantastic. Thank you. Appreciate it. Up now, then, is our main attraction. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Carter. Um, tell us, why did you pick this song, I guess? But don't don't say it, say it, but... Why did I pick this song? Um, it's, just a, it's just a great, great tune from the 70s. I was just trying to think... I nearly picked uh, Stevie Wonder, very, very nearly. And then um, I was just trying to think, what can I make completely different? What could I do completely uh, different? So I thought um, just a a great tune from the 70s. So um, that's the reason I I chose this one. Um, And I just thought I'd completely change it up a little bit and make it different. Yeah. I like that. Did, Did you feel a bit out of your comfort zone with it? Or was it something you already knew? Um, I felt it was weird because especially mixing and producing it, because um, I, I mean, I've not played, I've not played like heavy rock music in a long time, even especially with singing and stuff. And I've definitely not produced, I don't think I've ever, ever produced like rock music before. Like everything oh, I've okay. done is more kind of acoustic or pop. So it's kind of yeah, the first yeah. time I've done anything heavy. Because obviously when I was in decades and so on, it was like I took part in the recordings and singing, but I didn't really do any of the producing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, I think it's the first like heavy thing I've ever like, <laughs> had a go at producing. So it was different. Yeah, I'm excited. Shall we? Shall we get into your clues then? See if yeah. you can figure it out. Um, right. So the band performed at the closing um, ceremonies for the 2002 Winter Olympics. Oh, which was in Salt Lake City, Utah. So that's one. Um, this is a good one. Uh, the group became one of the first musical acts to play at the White House since Obama took office. <gasps> oh, 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 oh. I feel like I know that. Uh, and then one for you guys that you might like. I, me- I need to make sure I say this right. The Swedish metal band, Meshuggah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Were, they were inspired um, by this band. They were actually inspired by... Um, the way this band worked and kind of the way they created music. So that was, uh, this band was one of their um, influences. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Um, bef- before we started, we were just making sure that my sugar was said right. And Dan had a really good explanation for it, didn't you? Yeah. It's like um, you're making a brew, pass me a tea bags, pass me sugar and some <laughs> milk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I love that. Yeah. Right, well, uh, let's let's get into it then. I'm really intrigued that Meshuggah were influenced by this band because um, if you don't know Meshuggah, go and listen to Bleed um, and then you'll instantly understand why I'm perplexed right now. But anyway, this is uh, our special guest, Daniel Carter's 70s song in a rock or metal style for episode four of Remix Roulette in three, in two, in one. Clouds away. Our hearts were ringing in the key that'll 
shelter with you Holding hands with your heart to see you Only blue talk and love Remember how we knew love was here to stay Oh, man. <laughs> the tapping. Wow, that's so I good. I love the tapping bit <laughs> so much. Oh, that was ace. Right. I I completely get why you chose that now, because you could sing it, but also throw in a million yeah. harmonies. Yeah, <laughs> really There's so oh. many harmonies. Like, on the guitars as well, there was thirds good on. There was all yeah. sorts. Fifth, I think you had about sixth. ten guitar tracks. Seriously. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, that was mental. I heard something which could have been a household object, but we never found out what it was before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you, didn't I? I've got, <laughs> got me to show. I've got it here. We're good at this, aren't we? Hang on. Ah, that's what it was. I could hear it boiling in the background, <laughs> adding some atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, for those at home, he's, he's showing a kettle. Oh, yeah, we should say that. People, people can't see this. Yeah. It was in it was in the middle bit. It was boiling in the background, and then before it went into the guitar solo, the click... Of the kettle, yes. it actually clicked. I when couldn't it figure out what it was. But I, used, I, heard I used that as the um, I used uh. that as the snare drum when it came in. Nice. Oh, the the click the click is the snare drum. Not all the way through, but just in that little bit before the guitar just solo started. It kicked, it just... That's genius. Oh, great. Love it. Yeah. I have to listen back to that. Yeah. Oh, mate, that's so funny. Listening, listening through it, and I was like, wait, this reminds me of something, and it really reminded me of Coed and Cambria. Oh, yeah. They got they use those guitar uh, harmonies quite a lot, don't they? Yeah, because they're influenced by Maiden, so they have lots of guitar harmonies like that, lots of solos, like the sort of the way you were playing, like the <laughs> the this is all far. I think that was Dan. It wasn't me. Great. No, no, uh, the other Dan. <laughs> He's looking guilty. Um, yeah, so it reminded me of Queen and Cambria because of the sort of Iron Maiden like. Um, Guitar playing, like the harmonies there, the the way you did the chords as well, like it felt very like sort of that palm muted sort of a bit off sort of style that they do, and vocally as well, like um, a very like falsetto voice, and like not all of it was falsetto, obviously what you did, but it just yeah, it really reminded me of it. Like I think if you all went and listened to like a Koei track now, you'd be like, oh yeah, like you'd completely get it. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that. that was your intention because I don't think you're like a massive fan of them, but I feel like you can maybe understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, I know them. Yeah, I do know them, but yeah, I'm not not a massive fan, but I, I do think they're really good. It's just funny that it like really triggered that in me. It was, yeah, it was cool, man. Like what a great song as well. Like oh, oh, such a great song. It's yeah. so yeah, timeless, it great. classic. Right? You know, and you know what's funny? I nearly did that song. Did you? <laughs> well, do you know what? It was. It crossed my mind as well, that one. I just, yeah, I wanted to do something darker. Yeah, I, I was thinking when I did it, I was like, ooh, this is quite, it's quite a generic one, especially from that time. So I was worried, but. It was awesome, yeah. man. I think that might be a problem when we go into earlier decades. It's picking songs that are 
obviously really popular because when it comes to more modern day songs, it's going to be something that you have a bit more of an attachment to, I guess, from like childhood and stuff like that. Mm. So at some point, I think multiple people will pick the same song and that'll be a really interesting episode. But until then, we shall wait. So, um, yes, fantastic work. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. Empowering us with such a song. I just wanted to say I enjoyed all the double kick drum at the end and all that sort of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, hard to put that in. Half time, quarter time, all sorts of different uh, rhythms um, and stuff. It was great. There's a little bar of 5-4 after the first chorus I did just to throw people off a little bit as well. I even spot that. Love that. You put it in well. I yeah. And it took I me so much was, more. T- it took me so much more time to do. I was like, yeah, I'll put a little bar. Of f-. And I was like, oh. and I kept getting it wrong, and then I finally did it. Um, I, do you know what? It was a really good chance to play guitar properly. I've not played like lead guitar, like guitar solos and stuff. That's how I first ever started playing guitar. Yeah, the solos were great, man. I the solo, yeah, the solo was sick. The solos are so good. Yeah, it's just been neglected. I don't really do it very often. I've always been. If I play guitar in a band, I usually always play rhythm because I'm singing. Um, and I do love playing lead guitar, but I don't do it very often. So it was really nice to to play like some lead guitar stuff again. Oh, I'm so glad it gave you that chance again. And like you, you love funeral for a friend, and they have a lot of tapping and stuff. Yeah, they, they do. Oh, yeah. yeah, all the tapping. Very classic. Yeah. Yeah, so quite a lot of influences. There's definitely some funeral for a friend in there, but um, a bit of like the darkness as well with the guitar yeah, harmonies and the solos yeah, yeah, yeah. and a bit and of Thin Lizzy and, and and stuff like that. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, th- I think it was near this, probably in the first minute somewhere, there was a guitar that came in, like, and then the third came above it, and then it was like the fifth above that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounded great. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic work. Very glad to have you on board. Thank you for joining yeah. us. Well done. Amazing, amazing work. Thank yes. you. Well done, well done, well done. <laughs> um, we'll ask you now, whilst we're recording, would you like to come back in the future? I would love to, yeah. Yeah, any preferences on genre anything you'd Ooh, like preferences. to tackle um yeah i would like to do i know you've got have you got jazz you've got like classical or jazz or something yeah, yeah we've got yeah. that somewhere yeah. it's like orchestral or jazz i'm really looking forward to doing that one personally i'd love, love to do jazz. some jazz do some swing or big band type stuff oh um, i'd love to hear you do that that'd be good fun yeah hmm watch this space intrepid listeners right <laughs> up next then is a uh, <laughs> you know what i'm doing ds.myth hey mate <laughs> that's me another running joke um yeah i was excited about this one because my one of my favorite genres is death metal so <laughs> i had to uh, try and go down that route <laughs> oh my god have you gone all in oh geez i mean no I, i'll be honest i've not gone full on death metal but i've like maybe old school death metal when it wasn't quite so heavy but it's probably still a bit heavier than them ones um so yeah i had i had quite a lot of uh problems trying to find a song that would work um because everything from the 70s is so happy exactly like the first two songs we've heard and they're not just—they're just not going to work in like extreme metal. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Every single every single song when I was looking through Spotify, every '70s song, but well, yeah, about ninety percent of them are all in like major keys. They're all really happy. Yeah, it's not even just that they're in major keys; it's that they're just so positive, and which is great. But yeah, the lyrics and everything. Yeah, I think the '70s was a nicer place than it is right now, isn't it? <laughs> mm, potentially. So my other half, Beth, um, she suggested this song that I've chosen. Oh. Um, and it is absolutely perfect because I think if you saw the score for this song, all the parts, all the even most of the lyrics written on a like paper, and you could read music and all that, um, but you didn't know what instruments they were played on, you would think it would be Iron Maiden or something. You'd think it was a metal song. It's just I didn't have to change any notes at all, really, because <laughs> it just and it's really surprising. So what you're saying is. There's a lot of notes in this. There are a lot of notes in it. There, there are a lot of notes in the original. <laughs> that's, what but, that's what I'm deducting. But it's it's not just the number of notes. Um, so yeah, um, my household object then, moving swiftly on. Is oh, yeah, let's actually do that for you. One of my favourite household <laughs> objects. I think it might be one of your favourite household objects too, Steve. Um, can we guess what your household object is? Yeah, that's, oh, that's a go on then, see if you can get it. Um, I reckon. I reckon if it's one of my favourites. If it counts as a household object, it is a skateboard. No. Oh. Oh. I think spatula. No. I think um, a pan and a spoon. Hitting a pan with a spoon. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're all good for making music, but um, no, my, my... Is it a tofu press? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Just a slow squelch. <laughs> I'm not a fan of tofu. Um, my household object 
is a wine glass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, very oh, good. What's this? It does so, do that. So there you go. Nice. Yeah. It did it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I always thought did. it was like an urban myth. You did that first, I've just seen first it. Try. I know I can never do it when I try. Depends <laughs> yeah. on the glass. You've got quite a thin glass, I think. Um, anyway, yes. Oh, so you can get the tone out of it and you can sample it. Well, yeah, I, d- I actually, to get the right note, I filled it with water because I didn't want to mess with it too much. So uh, anyway, I'll give you some clues for my original track that I've covered. Ready? I, as per, I've not made these easy because um, I don't <laughs> want to spoil the surprise when we play it. Um, so anyway, first clue is um, this band had eight studio albums. However, this song wasn't on any of them. and It was only released as a single wow. and in compilations, but it's one of their really famous songs. I was going to say one of their most famous songs, but they've had so many famous songs. Um, the song's in English, of course, but it was actually released released in Spanish-speaking countries with all the lyrics in Spanish, like a separate recording of it. Oh. Um, this might be the clue you could get it from. Um, it was sampled by another very famous artist in 2005, and the new song that contained the sample um, charted higher in the UK than the original song did. Oh! Oh, okay. I have an idea. I think I know what it is. I'm going to write it down for evidence. Because I got yours. I'm okay. also going to write it down for evidence then? No, I'm going to write it down. <laughs> no, I'm going to write it down. Where's the pad? I can't remember what the song's I, called, though. I've said, I've said I know it, but I don't know what the song's called. <laughs> I'm going to write it on my hand because I can't find paper. This is a tech world. <laughs> and this is wrong. It'll be really embarrassing. But anyway, I think that's right. Oh, wait. No, it's not. I've already realized that's wrong. Because cool. you said band and I wrote down a solo artist. I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure. Ah, well. Right. well. <laughs> it was worth a try. All right, so this is Dan Smith's cover for Remix Roulette Episode 4, turning a 70s song into a rock or metal genre with a wine glass filled with water. In three, in two, in one! (laughs)
Wow. God. <laughs> oh my <laughs> actual God. <laughs> wow. I, not what I expected at all. What are you like? It works so well as a metal song. I'd be surprised if it's not already been done countless times. It's, I can't believe how well it worked. I think the reason is because they're Swedish and a lot of death metal <laughs> came true. from Sweden. That's the only assumption I can make. That is very true. Oh my God. I was having a laughing fit during that. <laughs> that was great. Um, that was, that <laughs> sweet picking was amazing. Yeah, so clean. I tried it in mine but completely failed really? so I didn't bother doing it. <laughs> You're right though that that like musically how there's so many notes and like that melody itself does lend really well to death metal like to that old school school style that you were trying to like get. Oh, the the double bass pedal was amazing. It it sounded very um little bit Iron Maiden to me as well. The galloping. Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard yeah, some yeah. really good um, vocals in the back end. It sounded very kind of Bruce Dickinson like really good See, vocals. I, could, <laughs> I tried to do that, but I found out I couldn't properly. So. I'm doing a low vocal, a shouty vocal, and a falsetto vocal, and you're pushing them all together. <laughs> yeah. and it kind of almost sounds like a high rock vocal. Just one sounded track, awesome, but... yeah. It ah, sounded really good. It sounded so good. The production was really, yeah. really yeah, clean. Really it sounded good. great. Thank like, you. The guitars, the drums, the drums sounded really, really good. And I'm yeah. guessing they're not real. No, they're not real. Well, I know they're not. Uh, I don't have a drum It all kit. sounded amazing. If you fancy a bit of a challenge, um, because I was wanting to get it all clean and, and done properly. I've done a full tab of it. If you want to have a go at it, it's, oh, in, wow. the, uh, it's in the drive wow. now. And we can put it for anyone listening to, to have a smash at if you want. Have a bash at, sorry. Yeah. If you'd like to, as Dan said, have a smash at it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> then leave <laughs> us a comment on our Instagram page at Remix Roulette or on Facebook at Remix Roulette. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll find a way to get it to you guys. It'd be actually saying that I know some friends. I know some friends. I've got some friends. Um, and by that, I mean one friend who's told me that he's going to attempt to play at home, so to speak. So if you, you're up for the challenge, you know, send them in. It'd be nice to have a listen to what listeners have done as well. I think that would be a fun episode, wouldn't it, to listen to what I people I thought that as well, but done. I feel like people will do better stuff than we have. <laughs> well, I don't know. We won't know until we listen, will we? And then we can get them on and stuff. But anyway, sorry, this is about you, Dan, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, shout out to Beth for picking such a wicked song. Yeah, such a great song. She said something funny after after I'd played it back to her, after I'd pretty much finished, was that um, obviously the vocals give me a man after midnight. She wants some companionship. <laughs> she said it sounds like the, the guy wants to eat a man after midnight. <laughs> 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 I like that. Cause she's not like a metal fan at all, so obviously. <laughs> no. Does she approve of the cover then or not? Does she, yeah, yeah. Does she like so, your yeah. take on it? You think so? <laughs> that doesn't. Or she just well. nodded along politely. I don't know. Um, yeah, amazing work. Well done. Uh, yeah. As always, a fantastic array of very different ideas, takes, techniques, all within. Yeah, this genre of rock and metal, fantastic. Yeah, I am. Thank I'm just constantly blown away by everyone that's like the guests and from Dan. Just what people come out with. Yeah. Like there's just oh, the talent is just unreal. I'm surprised every time, yeah, genuinely. Exactly, yeah, me too. Every single time. You'd you'd think by now we'd be like we'd know what to expect, but it's yeah, it's, it's not the case at all. I think no. for me leading up to this, honestly felt so I was like really nervous. I felt so much pressure to make something really good because I've listened to the other ones and everything's just been such high quality, like really, really good. So I've yeah. just been like, Oh, I've got to make sure this is good, make sure this is good. So as it's it felt like there was quite a bit of pressure to make sure it was it was half decent. Ah, right. I'm genuinely sorry that there the feels you? like there's pressure because Jenna <laughs> yeah. and Sam from Simmer Society last week, they said that. They were like, yeah, the bar's really been set high. We like, need to bring that bar down, don't we, Sam? Yeah. No, it's a good thing. No, <laughs> no it's a good we, thing. We just wanted to have a bit of a laugh, to be honest. But. Yeah, they, they were supposed to be just, you know, just spend a day on some, not even a day, just, just come up with something quick and then we'll play it on this podcast and... We've ended up, you know, well, Dan and I, I'm guessing we've both spent two, like, full two weeks on these tracks. All of us, probably. I wouldn't go that far, but spent longer than a day, definitely. Yeah. It's getting out of hand, but it's, I'm enjoying it. Uh, mo moving on to the idea of how long you've spent on it, there was a wildcard suggestion from uh, a good friend, uh, lovely friend, Josh, who suggested two things. One, you can limit how many tracks you use in Logic. Mm-hmm. Or the second wildcard potentially was to limit how long you spend recording it, 
which might be a nice way to stop you, you know, spending forever and a day on it. Mm. But I can see Dan grimacing already because um, you use like a hundred tracks a song, don't you? <laughs> I do, but it's also I feel like I, I can I can get a, a full arrangement pretty quick. But um, when I, I'm just cursed by the record button, I'll play something, sing it, something that'll sound perfect. I'll be like, play for I'm like, yes, press record, and it just all goes out the window. It just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. So a curse. it takes quite a few takes to even like get the simplest thing recorded <laughs> that um the logic the logic track one sounds good limiting the amount of logic tracks you can use yeah interesting right but i mean they're not yet in our wild card pool so there's no need to worry just yet but i think saying that it's time for the rolls whoop, whoop, whoop. let's do it Rolling. We should have like Limbiscuit, like we should have Fred <laughs> Durst introducing this bit. That'd be good, wouldn't it? But um, yes, this is the part of the episode where we roll a six-sided dice. Any any preferences? I'm going to start shaking now. Any preferences? Does anybody want anything specific? I just want something we've not had yet. Yeah, and we've that, had quite a few of them now. Yeah. That, okay. I'm, I'm kind of at the same time wanting to bring out that country voice again at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's that's the one I definitely don't want out of all of them. <laughs> that twang is a. Uh, it's known across Yorkshire now, isn't it? That twang's known across East Arsley. <laughs> no, I'm I'm happy with anything to be honest. Oh, I would like a '60s and earlier. I would like that uh, song because that Ooh, opens up yeah, a lot of possibilities for ev- for the earlier mm. part of it as well. You know what? I'd love to hear someone do something like "Flight of the Valkyries" or something in some really <laughs> odd style. That's what I'm down for. But we'll we'll see if you go that far back. But right, I'm shaking my hand. Let's do a roll. Here we go. You'll never guess what it is, swear down. It's not. It's a one. Yeah. It's yes. sixes or earlier. Wonderful. Oh my god. As yeah. if. You better do Flight of the Valkyries. <laughs> people people are gonna think we're making this up, you know. They're gonna be thinking we we've uh we planned this. No, I, I, I pinky promise that was a legit roll. Honestly, in the past we have re-rolled if we've had the exact same genre as the week before, but that was honestly, hand on heart, that was exactly what Steve wished for. Well done, Steve. What do you wish for now? Um, I don't want. Do you know what? I really want to do a jazz or orchestral one, but I don't think I want to do it for this one because we won't be changing no. it as much. So, hip hop's the other one we've not. Maybe had. the hip, maybe the hip hop rap one. Yeah. All right, let's see them. <laughs> one pop. All right, pop. Okay, cool. Pop. Nice. Yeah, pop. That sounds cool. I'm up for we have pop a pop banger. in episode two, but this time we've got a song from the IE. We've got Flight of the Valkyries uh, <laughs> no. in a pop style. What, what is Flight of the Valkyries? <laughs> It's so epic. It's great. Do you guys know um, we'll Beethoven's Piano Concerto Number no. Three? Because I might do that. It's a, it's only fifteen minutes long, so it's ah. pretty cool. I think <laughs> you say that, but I would actually be quite interested to hear that. Right, and then your twist. This is where it could all go wrong. Are you ready? Oh yeah. that's an evil laugh (laughs) what is that laugh you've got to include an original rap verse (laughs) oh i love it oh my god oh i'm so excited about this one that was submitted by uh lorcan from the isle of man he's gonna be happy with that oh lorcan i thank you very much uh so this is a song from the from 1969 or earlier so that's all the way back to the beginning of music uh into a pop style and there's also going to be an original rap (laughs) verse in there oh Oh, god which which does work with pop because a lot of modern pop does have a little sneakier rap verse normally by sean paul rebecca yeah so uh um (laughs) i think that'll i think that'll work well actually i'm very excited to hear what you come up with so that is the end of the episode. We started off with Stee. Stee, what did you have for us? My song was Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. And then we had our very special guest, Daniel Carter. What did you do for us, my friend? I did a September by Earth, Wind and Fire. And last but not least, Dan Smith. <laughs> what did you lay down on us? <laughs> Abbas, gimme, 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 brackets, a man after midnight. Is that is that actually the title? Does it have the brackets? Uh, yeah, I think so. And there's an exclamation mark after each gimme, I think. Or maybe it's just the last gimme. Wow. Gimme! Gimme! (laughs) Gimme! That's what that is. But yes, thank you very, very, very much for listening. It's been a fantastic evening yet again. You lucky listeners, you get such good music. Aren't you you chuffed with that? I don't know what I'm getting at. Anyway... (laughs) 
Thank you for joining us. You can find us at Remix Roulette on Instagram, at Remix Roulette on Facebook. If you'd like to see the tabs for this crazy death metal ABBA cover, then let us know. Dan will provide that for you. And that's it. We'll see you in the future. In a, in Well, you won't see us, but you'll hear us. But yes. Bye. 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 Bye.